Yes, uh, last, last 12-hour shift on a Sunday for the next six months, so I'll be here. Uh, I will be on time and early every week because I get off at 6 a.m. next Sunday. So I'll be sleeping for half the day, and then we will wake up and rock and roll. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's been crazy to have to do the, do the overtime and all the craziness, but it's been good to have this season of days. Pray for me as I go into this season of nights at least until October 16th or sooner, when we're Sean's baby, and then I can take some time off. Uh, today we're in James chapter 2, at verse 14, so if you want to turn or tap with me there, uh, that's where we will be. We started this series in James, Faith Works, um, last week, and uh, we actually were getting to kind of the title today, the, the Faith and Works part of it. You know, I think the book of James really encompasses this entire understanding of what uh, faith and works together can do. This last week we talked about endurance and this faith, and I kind of talked about a story about when I was uh, riding my bike in the Tour de Tucson. I don't know if anybody knows about that, but it's basically the Tour de France in Tucson, so you can uh, fill in the blanks or imagine whatever you want to imagine there. Uh, maybe it's a good race, maybe it's Tucson, um, but I enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun, um, and there was a lot that went into that and having to get endurance and then push forward, um, and then like I compared it to our faith and how... Uh, if we just jump into the deep end with our faith, uh, it's, it's, it's hard because we don't have this endurance that we have when we can build it over time, similar to working out or training for a, a long bike ride or a marathon. And so then we're moving into this new uh, new chapter, and I've encouraged you and I challenge you guys throughout this month, read through the book of James. Read it cover to cover, whether you read through a chapter a, a week, uh, maybe you read through a couple verses a day. Read through this because we're not going to, we don't have enough time in these four weeks to cover every single uh, verse of James properly. So I've kind of gone through and I, I've opened up and I've read through and kind of helped through the discernment of the Lord figure out what we're into today. And so James chapter 2, starting at verse 14, is where we're at today, where it says, Faith without good works or without good deeds is dead. Mm -hmm. Sorry, one more time. James chapter, James chapter 2 and 14. <coughs> and um, one of the things that um, that we'll break into is, uh, well, let me just pray before we read it, and then we can break into it, okay? Lord God, I pray that today that you would be with us in the midst of this scripture, God, that we can uh, wrestle through it together, that we can have good words and discussion, God. I pray that you would uh, open our hearts to what you have to say to us tonight, um, and that, that we would be challenged to do good deeds this week because of our faith. Amen. 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 So, let's just read through it, um, that way we can get the scripture down and we can start to digest it together. It starts here at verse 14. I'm reading from the New Living, so if mine's a little bit different than yours, it's okay. It says this, that, what good is it, dear brothers and sisters, if you, can, if you say you have faith, but don't show it by your actions? Can that kind of faith save anyone? Suppose you see a brother or sister who has no food or clothing, and you say, goodbye, and have a good day, stay warm, and eat well. But then you don't give that person any food or clothing. What good does it do? So you see, faith by itself isn't enough. Unless it produces good deeds, it is dead, it is useless. Now, someone may argue some people have faith and others have good deeds. But I say, how can you show me your faith if you do not have good deeds? I will show you my faith by my good deeds. So you say faith. So you have faith. For what you believe, there is there is one God, good for you. Even the demons believe this, and they tremble in terror. Verse 20. How foolish. 
Can't you see that faith without good deeds is useless? Don't you remember that our ancestors, Abraham, was shown to be right with God by his actions when he offered his son Isaac at the altar? You see, his faith and his actions worked together. His actions made his faith complete. And so it happened, just as scripture said, Abraham believed God, and God counted him as righteous because of his faith. He was even called a friend of God, verse 24. So you see, we are shown to be right by God. Sorry, we are shown to be right by right with God by what we do, not by our faith alone. Rahab, the prostitute, another great example. She was shown to be right with God by her actions when she hid those messengers and sent them away safely by a different road. Just as the body is dead without bread, also faith is dead without good works. Heavy. It's a heavy, heavy chunk of scripture to read there. And I think uh, a few things here right off the bat. This, this can be misconstrued. And honestly, I feel like there's a lot within James that can be misconstrued. First and foremost, James opens here with faith without works is dead, right? But we read in scripture in John that it says that by faith alone we are saved, right? And some people may, might see this contradictory where we, we look at this and we say, how can, how can we look at James chapter 2 here and, and see it in agreement with Scripture back in John where it says that your faith alone is what will save you? And something that we need to understand here is that James is not discounting your faith saving you. James is not saying that you are not saved because you don't do hard things or because you don't do the works. I think James here is challenging Believers, both in the times in which he was writing a couple thousand years ago and us today, saying that, yes, your faith does save you, friends. But to have maturity, to grow in your faith, requires your faith to then produce these works. And when you do works, it's not the works that will save you. Again, I think this is something that the church likes to wrestle over and fight over, whether, well, I, I have faith and faith alone saves me. Absolutely. I believe that 100%. That your faith alone saves you. But what are your actions because of your faith? Amen. Your actions should be, produce good fruit. You're, like like uh, Rochelle was talking about with the kids, the Beatitudes, right? Your, your actions should produce this good fruit, these good steps. You should do these things. But again, it's faith alone that saves us. So I want to I wanna jump into um, kind of looking at, at some of these verses and breaking them down a little bit. It says that right at the beginning that, dear brothers and sisters, if you have faith but don't show it, can that kind of faith save anyone? And I think, again, what James is trying to tell us here is that he is, honestly, he's, ca he's calling me out. Not right now, but he's called me out in a time in my life where I showed up to church, where I sang the songs, where I took the notes. And I was the good Christian who believed in God. When, when James writes these words... And, he, and I just, I just, I'll throw my own name in there. It says, what good is it, Trevor, if you have such faith but don't show it by your actions? Can your faith save anyone? And I think about myself in those times where I've shown up to church, I've checked the boxes, I've done the good things, and I've professed that God is my Savior. And amen, amen, amen. I'm, I'm a good, outward-looking Christian. But then when it comes to taking that step to... And, and I mean, we could throw out some really, really simple examples. And let's just do it right now. The homeless person on the corner, right? Or, or maybe you're thinking about it. Well, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna donate to that charity or that cause today. We can, we can sprinkle those ideas, and we say, well, I did the, I did it one time. I gave that one time water. I gave that guy twenty in my wallet. Let's just scrap those. 
let's just scrap those because a couple years ago when I preached, I preached that. Like, what are you doing? Why don't you go to the guy on the corner and why don't you love them? Why don't you show with your faith that you do something for them? And I'm not saying that we shouldn't help them. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that we shouldn't go out and we shouldn't love the person on the corner, that we shouldn't donate to charities and show action that way. I, I think those things are still good. But what is it that God is calling you to do to take the next step? You that, need to tell them about Jesus. Amen. Amen. Take your tracks with you or, or Bible or, or we, we have a soul winning Bible. Yeah, I love it. It's, it's not just this. I gave my 20, so I did my work, so now my faith is complete, right? You can ask him how, how you can pray for him. Amen. Hey, how can I pray for you? Amen. Amen. You, I've done that. You do, the, like, you do the, the, the discipling, that next step on top of, and I, again, I'm not discounting the help that we can do, the, the help that we can give, because we should. We should, and we should do that. But but when, when I look at these verses... Where our heart in when we do those works. Mm. Right. You know, because there's so many times there's people that are like, oh yeah, I, I need to be a good Christian and go help that homeless guy on the corner and they're giving that homeless guy that you know bottle of water or the five dollar bill or whatever yeah. but they're doing it with that i've got to do this so god will bless me and, yeah, and that's machine. not and that's not the way god works god's telling you go help your fellow man yeah. and do it with a kind happy heart <clears throat> yeah but far too many times i think people are out there doing those works going, I'm trying to get in good graces with God, so I'm going to go do this. I hear a lot of Christian people, they kind of, they've heard this message, they've been preached these words, and they say, I need to go do good things to balance my karma. We don't read karma in scripture. It's not about this scale that we need to give so much so that God will bless us, or that we need to do so much so that we can even out the scale of my unfair life right now. The reality is we're going to have an unfair life, regardless of how much good you do or how big your faith is or how hard you pray. There is this, this life is unfair because of sin. Our lives have been broken because of sin. And, it, and I think I was talking about it last week or the week before that, that it's not even necessarily my sin, but it's the sin of others that affects me. It's the sin of the first of Adam and Eve that affect all mankind. That we live in a broken, fallen world. When, when James here writes in, in, chapter, in verse 17, he says, Your faith by itself isn't good enough unless it produces good deeds. What is this good deeds that, that James is writing about? What do we need to do? Because, it, again, it's not just this vending machine of, I'm going to, if I put in 75 cents, I'm going to reap whatever this is. I think it's more fruits of the spirit. I think mm. we think we rate, just like we rate sin. Yeah. Like we think a murderer would be ten, and telling a lie would be just one. Mm -hmm. When God doesn't rate sin like that, mm -hmm. I think we rate works. Like if I give more money, then I'm more spiritual yeah. or self-righteous. Um, there's a story. I think. Oh, go, go, go ahead. Sorry. So there's a story. There's that? a story that that's in scripture that's literally about that. Right. We see exactly. We, Jesus money. tells the story of this person who they come in, and I kind of rephrase the story for modern ages a couple of years ago, where you have the rich people who might either have the money, and so they're giving big checks and they're making a spectacle about it's it, nothing, or maybe they're swiping their credit card and they're just yeah. putting it on credit. 
And then you have the widow who is broke, doesn't know where her next meal's coming, but takes the last that she has and gives it. Can't, can't take a tax deduction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I would like to point out, too, you know, with, with the faith without works is dead, you know, where that applies to the other scripture. It also says in another part of scripture that you shall know them by their fruits. <coughs> so, you know, it's, it's, it, yes, the fruits of the Spirit. So there won't, so that means that if the works aren't showing up just naturally, the mm. faith probably isn't there in mm. the first place. It's performative faith, right? Well, it's like a tree. Yeah, it takes yeah. time to grow. Well, and to produce fruit, yeah. it, that tree mm-hmm. needs to be healthy. Yeah, it's like water. Water. it's got to be watered and nurtured. Yeah. And not just any air, it needs to be, in a, you, have you seen yeah. trees within populated dense cities versus out in the, I mean, you're rolling out in the middle of Iowa. Well, I don't know if anybody's been in Iowa, but I've been. They in have Iowa. like three trees. They've got like three trees, but, but the big trees are big. Okay, maybe Iowa's not the best idea for <laughs> trees. Not so but. Mad at the tree, <laughs> the tree that didn't provide any more shade because mm. it was not how it works. Yeah. Who was that? Yeah. I mean, think there's so many there's so many different <laughs> stories within all of Scripture that I think this is not just one part that we can. I think some people can look at it and say, well, we can toss this one out because. John says that we just need to have faith. And I, I don't think that this group of people here is looking at the verse in John and saying, we're good because we got our faith. Like, I did the church thing. I'm good. I don't have to worry about it. But it's this next level. And I think we're all we're all here. We're all thinking about it. I already think of a story here in this church. Uh, Charles, he is coming up to this lady who I'm talking to. And we're just having a conversation. She's struggling. She needs money for gas. And out of nowhere, Charles is listening to the Spirit of God and says, I got you. I'll cover you. How much do you need? And he pulls just money out of his pocket and hands it to her. That's a fruit of the spirit in giving. And Charles says, you're not looking for praise there, Charles, so I apologize. I'm stealing your your crown, your jewels from your crown in heaven, right? But, but when we understand and we're starting to we look. Do, we do what we're meant to do at the moment that we're meant to do it. Yeah. And when we look at what these scriptures are saying, when, when James is writing this to not just the church in his time, but the church today, he is telling us that, that yeah, your faith is great, church, but you need to have faith that works for the kingdom of God today. When we pray the Lord's Prayer, you know, we say your kingdom here on earth and we can be a part of that discussion. We can be a part of that transformation by by being open and listening to the Spirit and saying, Lord God, I love you and I praise you and I'm so glad you're my Savior. What is next? And it might be so simple. It might be uh, care for your neighbor. Emma cared for us today. Emma has, she's been someone we've been praying for we've been working and trying to to have her come and today she's like hey uh can i take care of carson and so he went over for like a couple minutes i don't know because i was at work but rochelle sent him over and he got those new monster trucks that he's been playing with all night i'm sure uh, just because she loves and cares for him and she's just our neighbor she's she's i don't know i i think she might be listening to the spirit there i can't say one way or another but how can we even take those small moments that that are i just want to provide for the mesa christian academy I mean, we, okay, that's an easy softball for me to hit right now because we literally have this service project coming up at the end of the month, and we are raising funds, and we are raising up goods for these students, not just at the Mesa Christian Academy, but for that community who need those to go back to school. Are you listening to the Spirit? Is the Spirit saying you need to buy all the pencils that you see at Walmart this week? I mean, that's crazy because you roll up and then the, the person's like, what do you need these for? Or, or maybe you're looking and you say, well, I know that it costs like 30, I don't remember exactly the dollar amount, but $30 to, to fill a backpack. And 
So I've been praying, and, and me and my spouse have been talking about what it looks like to follow God, and, and God wants us to donate $80 to, to buy a couple backpacks. And, and, or it's something that's totally different. Maybe it is. God is calling me to take that step of faith. My faith is going to be shown by creating homeless packs that every corner I stop on because the reality is in this season of where we are in Arizona and in the housing crisis, it is every corner in Arizona. I can stop and I can say, I don't have much, but I have food, water, some sunscreen, and, and a Bible, and a you prayer. Have this no, I'm just saying, what if that no, is what God I thought is you meant that's what <laughs> Maybe it's something that we should do as the table, right? Maybe it's something that we should take. And actually, we don't even necessarily need to do it ourselves. We have a ministry that we know of that we can partner with already. His name is Mark Dye. He works here in the East Valley. Anybody wants to do this, call me, text me, email me, do whatever. I'll get you connected with Mark. Um, he's great. Let's finish up because I, I, I know I could probably talk on this for a while. But it talks about two specific people here. It talks about Abraham and his, his faith leading him. And, and this is such a hard scripture when we read it because God, he's telling Abraham to sacrifice his son. And we look at that and we say, that is crazy. But Abraham takes his son, right? He takes him up the mountain. His, I, I, I like kind of the visual storytelling of the son going, okay, Dad, like, I trust you. We're going up the mountain. Where's the sacrifice? And he gets up further. Where's the sacrifice? And finally he's like, okay, bind your hands. He's like, okay, Dad, I'll do what you need me to do because I trust you. Where's the sacrifice? Lay down on the table. And you're like, oh, my goodness. And it's like the thriller story, and it's leading up. And then the ram is caught in the bush, and God provides the sacrifice because of his faith. And then we look. You know, so many years into the future, we see that this is this is kind of a, an exact replica of Jesus's story as he carries his cross up the mountain. He is the end and final sacrifice. And this story by itself forever ago sounds crazy that God would ask for child sacrifice. But then he, he sacrifices his own child, Jesus Christ, later. And so James references this, showing the people of that time because they know these stories that he was faithful and he had the faith that God was going to provide. I'll do what you need me to do, but you are going to provide. And he eventually did, and he was made righteous. And then we meet Rahab, who I think more of us associate with, associate with Rahab than we do with Abraham. Because not many of us have had to take our, our child or the thing that we love the most up the hill to sacrifice. But I think a lot of us can associate with Rahab, and, and, it, and it's pretty brutal in the word in the verbiage it used Rahab the prostitute like not a clean word here but maybe put yourself in those those, those shoes this is Trevor the, the liar this is Trevor the cheat this is Trevor the the vengeful put whatever you, you want there in that that phrase well the word prostitute in certain languages <coughs> means literally to sell out your own beliefs hmm. Yeah, it it's like it's like the word squaw, yeah. the word squaw, which is part of the reason they renamed uh, Squaw Peak to Squeak Peak, is because the word squaw literally means prostitute. Wow. To prostitute your own beliefs. Wow. But, I mean that changes not necessarily changes, but that even that gives this woman's story even more power and validity. This person yeah. who was at one point willing to sell out their own beliefs had the faith to, to hide the messengers. And it, it's a, is it simpler? I don't know. Do we want to compare it? Like, any, like you were saying, there's really no comparison here between the sins and the fruits of the Spirit here. 
but but she was willing to hide the pro the the messengers and send them a different road to keep them safe. And so maybe we put our, ourselves in Rahab. She's the sinner. Trevor, the sinner. And and what is Trevor gonna do? That that he can be made right through God. And again, I'm, I'm not saying, and I want you to be, I want this to be made very clear. I'm not saying that you have to be doing a bunch of things to find salvation. I think it's salvation is through faith alone. But when you have true faith in Christ, you long to do those, you long to do those things. And you don't do them because some pastor is convicting you to do them. You don't do them because you can post it on social media. You don't do them for the pat on the back or the trophy on the wall. You don't do them for any other reason other than you love Jesus Christ. Right. Because he's called you to do it. So, Again, yeah, I, I could talk. Feel good feeling because you're doing what Jesus. I, I think it's. I think I it's mean, even. I think it's even more than just the feel I good. I think it's a peace, a, a, an inner. Because you know, feel good. Okay, those those kind of go. Mm. But peace lasts longer. Mm -hmm. And joy. Yeah. It's like, man. I know that this is going to help them, but this is not going to help me. I'm going to give them the money that I think I need. And so I give them it, so it actually puts me in pain. It doesn't give me any peace in the moment, but I'm trusting God, and so they are blessed. And then this has happened to me many, many times. And I'm not, I'm not, again, I'm not saying that if you give your last dollar that God's going to bless you with a thousand. <laughs> that's, not, that's not how it works. But sometimes, in the morning, sometimes it does because it has happened to me. I've given well, my last, and God showed up in a big way, whether it was through people knocking at my door with food that I didn't know where I was going to get my next meal from. Or... or Going to the bank, taking my last dollars out of my account, taking them to the to the admin office after sacrificing all week at the church to pay my last tuition bill. I'm like, it is November. I've still got a whole other semester to figure out. And they said it's paid in full. There's been moments in my life that has happened over and over again. I'm not I'm not prosperity preaching gospel. I'm not going to tell you that if you do this, this is going to be the result. But if you are faithful to God, He will bless you. And it might look like the blessings that we read in chapter one that come at the end with the crown. But it might be tomorrow. Or it might even just be that lottery ticket. Like, I've, I've, had, I've, no, I've had this happen where like, I've helped out somebody walking into the store and that, gave them a couple bucks and that, and I go in and I just decide to buy a lottery ticket for the heck of it and win 10 bucks. It's like, it, it sounds really weird that, you know, lotteries usually thought of as a devil type thing, but, you know, it's like, I've had those those instant uh, circle rounds happen, where you, you do something nice and then almost instantly it shows up, you get plus threefold like, or something. Like paying it forward? Yeah. Paying it forward. Right. So here's my first question that we can open in discussion. I'd, I'm done lecturing at this point, but here's my first question, and maybe this one's hard, maybe you don't